Welcome to fucking Deadwood. We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we boarded streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names. With guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. And God helped those who stood in the way of business, progress, and the USA. This is how the West was fucked. Welcome to How the West Was Fucked, a weekly examination of the fucked up fuckery of the 19th century American West. We'll be talking mountain men, explorers, cowboys, gunslingers, and the native tribes who had to suffer all these fucks. So this is How the West Was Fucked. My dog's gonna bark. I gotta put him up. No, you're supposed Don't to put him, put him down. <laughs> put that dog down. You don't know how dogs work. Alright. Just turn it off. I closed him in to the closet. <laughs> like R. Kelly? <laughs> anyway, my favorite uh, tombstone, that little fake uh, graveyard at Fort Lincoln, mm -hmm. was uh, Suicide by Opium. That's my favorite. I never saw that one. I like the one in Medora where it's the man the bank fell on. And also French baby from hotel. <laughs> and also Union soldier <laughs> fell off bridge. Uh, uh, all right. So uh, this is how the... Just say it was, normal. Was fucked. Yeah, it was fucked. You fucked that all up. Every Didn't time. Give me a chance to fuck that up. That's right. I'm nipping it in the fucking butt. <laughs> That's what she said. All right. Okay, so let's, uh, the, uh, what do we know about, uh, goddamn Deadwood over there, uh... Deadwood. There's I'm gambling. Su I'm supposed to watch that show, and I never have. Oh, me neither. It's a good it. show. And I'm thinking a lot of our listeners will have seen it, and I'm thinking a lot of them will think, oh, we're pretty historically accurate, I know a lot about Deadwood. And fucking wrong. Wait, wait, a TV show's not historically accurate? I know, but people, you know... I will say this, they did a lot better job in a lot of ways than other shows, but, you know, you got to take liberties to make right. it interesting. Well, they, they actually, in real life, hadn't invented the word cocksucker yet. Cocksucker. 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 You're the fucking cocksucker. Copperhead cocksucker. Godless heathen cocksuckers. The ignorant cocksucker. He is a fucking cocksucker. You loudmouth cocksucker. Gutless cocksucker. Tunko cocksucker. Whoremongering cocksucker. Sea creature looking cocksucker. You pie faced cocksucker. Limber dick cocksucker. Aggregate and organizing cocksuckers. An invisible cocksucker next to you, and he's from San Francisco. Cocksucker. But it's all over that show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time. Limber dick cocksuckers, and there's lots of different kinds of cocksucker. They kind of pretty much use it as a comma. The Hoople, country cocksucker. Head Hoople, cocksucker. The city heads. cocksucker. Yep. San Francisco cocksucker. That's yeah. my favorite. San Francisco. Oh yeah. Well, that's yeah. Yeah, Mister Mister Wu. Yeah. Wait, Wu. I've seen Tombstone. Does that have anything to do with Deadwood? Kind of. Um, because at one point Wyatt Earp showed up in Deadwood and probably got told to get the fuck out of there because he you know, it was assumed that he wanted Seth Bullock's job, and they're like, Nah, thanks. That's Sandra Bullock's great grandpa, right? <clears throat> probably. Yep. Best hand job 
Sources vary. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, either which way, we're going to be talking about uh, Deadwood. Like, full disclosure, that's like, I used to go down there a lot for vacation when I was a kid because we were poor, kind of poorish. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we only lived like 150 miles from there. So it was a pretty good, pretty good vacation spot for a kid because it used to be like an Old West town kind of like you'd expect. Like the Flintstones and the Dinosaur Museum. And the mystery oh, yeah. spot. Was it like yep. Dodge City? Or Silver City, I can't remember. It was kind of like yeah, they, they got actors like acting like they're cowboys, right? And shit running yeah, around. to an extent, and and a lot of the old buildings were still up, you know, and things like that. But there's like three different places to that claim to be where like uh, Hickok got shot, and actually the real place was where, where, where fucking Woolworths was. I mean, stuff. he could have he could have been shot in three different places. I guess. I mean, if they drag him from just place to place, keep shooting him, but you know. But uh, either which way, uh, but the Chamber then, of Commerce did that uh, when they uh, they made that movie uh, Dances with Wolves, and after that came out, Kevin Costner got a hard on for um, opening a casino down there, so he got gambling legalized. And so now, if you go down to Deadwood, it's a bunch of casinos and old people at car shows, and very little. Wait, he the, got gambling legalized. He was so one of he the, could open a fucking. He was casino? one of the main driving forces for it. Yeah, he, God, uh, the, rich people are fucking the assholes. Mid- Midnight Star Casino, I think. Because I remember when it opened, because the fucking radio station, even in Dickinson, would advertise it. The only legal place to gamble for, like, ever for a long, long time. For a long time, because, yeah, they didn't have a lot of native casinos. Uh, I I guess they had, well, either which way. We're not here to talk about necessarily that, but. Kevin Costner. Just saying, some of you might have been to Deadwood to gamble, or if you go to the Sturgis Rally, if you're so inclined, it's right up the road from Sturgis. If you're Anyway. You get killed by bikers now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what your tombstone's going to say. Cocksuckers. Man killed by bikers. <laughs> Raped to death by bikers. By bikes. Oh. Ooh. Next. <laughs> Little pointy thing on the helmet. Anyway, well, uh, also the uh, Black Hills are known for uh, the Mount Rushmore because if you want to take somebody's sacred land and really shit on it, carve a bunch of fucking honkies into the side of the mountain. Yeah. It's the ultimate middle finger. Yep. Yeah. But then they tried to one up it with the uh, the even bigger uh, Crazy Horse monument, which will still... never be completed. But. Well, it's only it's going on what seventy? It's going on a hundred years? It's no, I don't think it's been that long. But because uh, that was started like later on in the project. But I know the guy's continually working on it. But I think it's yeah. like, one guy working on it. It's and, looked the uh, same in my lifetime. Yeah, same guy. I did uh, the measure of all things. Uh, Stone Mountain down in Georgia. Oh, great. <laughs> Not at all problematic. No. Okay, so Black Hills, um, or Paha Sapa, if you're Lakota, uh, they're sacred to many tribes. First the Arikara, then the Cheyenne, Crow, Kiowa, and Pawnee. It's kind of, uh, and then the Lakota kicked everybody out around 1776. So for that, about 100 years or so, that was their sacred land. Can't be that sacred if you only had it for 100 years, but... Uh, hey, who are you to judge? I know. Well, more importantly, that... That was the only place really on the plains that you can get firewood and lot yeah. you know wood for your uh, lodge poles from oh. lodgepole pine and stuff like that. When it's cool, if you if you, like you say, if you look at that, if you look at the Black Hills kind of on a map, it's almost like an island. Um, there's no other topology really like that. You know, it's surrounded by just I mean, kind of rolling hills, not exactly flat, but then just out of nowhere, there's this cluster of big tree mountains you know that are in the middle of nowhere and like you say they have more game more wood more grazing yeah and then uh, caves uh, they have wind cave there as well little and then also a little bit of gold which uh the the natives weren't as interested in but uh i think we know who was whoops yeah so that was uh 1874 there was a quote-unquote survey expedition led by 
you know who. George Armstrong fucking asshole Custer. So what do you think that might have led to? City cocksucker. <laughs> Limber dick cocksuckers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there was a 73 was kind of an economic downturn for the whole country, too. So even, uh, you know, any of the uh, Washington officials are like, yeah, fucking go for it. Mm-hmm. Even though all basically all western uh, north dakota and south dakota was promised to the uh, you know the yeah, laramie treaty yeah well and that was the thing too is i know they did try um because they did have crook uh, general crook out there for a while trying to keep like prospectors from getting in and they're like uh you know they turned people away at first and then it was like a i think too many and second of all it was like, nah we kind of want those resources yeah and so. the soldiers kind of wanted to go gold panning themselves yeah, too so they weren't in any hurry to kick anybody you up. say general crook yep general crook he doesn't specialize no no just generally <laughs> generally generally you should oh i see <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't just do b and e's and or just confidence games he's yeah i'm a general contractor for crook. <laughs> so uh yeah this brings in uh 76 was uh after the little big horn um uh Seth bullock and saul star all uh, the two main characters that we're going to be talking about for at least the first part, they left uh, Helena in uh, July of uh, 76. And that was eight days before they left was the uh, Battle of Little Bighorn. Yeah. So if you're going to go through that country, that's a perfect time to pick it. Yeah, it's right after the most one of the most climatic, you know, battles and, you know, the army getting defeated by the natives on a larger scale than pretty much happened other than maybe maybe the Modocs. Everything's nice and fertilized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, um, you know, if you want people that have watched the series Deadwood, they kind of should show, you know, they, they're like Seth and uh, Saul are like leaving together. They do that kind of dramatic hanging of Quell Watson thing, which was actually carried out on a scaffold, apparently. But either which way, um, you know, I always thought it was weird, like like I was telling Will, uh, that they're leaving to go stock this fucking store, and they got like one wagon full of stuff, and it's just two dudes. You know, you'd sell out of shit immediately. So it always in the back of my mind, yeah, they must have definitely more than one wagon, probably a whole crew of dudes, which they did. And I think uh, wasn't it like Saul had left to go get the goods first, and they were supposed to meet up on the Bismarck Trail, which they did. Yeah, yeah. And apparently, uh, they uh, one of the reasons they didn't get robbed and looted is because they chose to drive their teams with uh, oxen, and the natives don't really give a shit about the oxen, mm-hmm. so they were just passed by, or they were just lucky and nobody saw them. But they apparently did run into uh, a scene of like you know some ransacking, like just outside of the Black Hills. So, so to cl- clarify these names for me one more time. Okay, Seth Bullock, uh, he was originally from Canada, like Ontario, I think. Yes, sir. A foreigner. And foreigner. Then, and then uh, Saul, actually, yeah, Solomon Starr, who was from uh, basically Germany, but there wasn't really Germany. Bavaria. Bavaria, yeah. Okay. And and he had moved to what, like Michigan or some shit? or Ohio, Ohio. at age 10, so uh, he probably still would have sounded like a kraut. Yeah, back in that day, not a not a cowboy. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they get there uh, the day after uh, Wild Bill Hillcock gets his uh, bolt in the head, the old aces and eights, uh, yeah. dead man's hand. And that's the thing is that once again, if you watch the series, they make a big long thing of you know Seth Bullock and um, and uh, Bill Hillcock kind of meeting each other and kind of becoming friends and all this stuff. Uh, well, like Will just said, in in actuality. He was shot the day before they even arrived. They never, still could have been friends, you know. Except for they never met, or there's no record of them ever meeting. Well, just because, you know, we're oh, I, I see what you're, you're talking some weekend at Bernie's shit. Yeah. Oh, okay.
You know, if you were to follow a busy doctor as he makes his daily round of calls, you'd find yourself having a mighty busy time keeping up with him. Time out for many men of medicine usually means just long enough to enjoy a cigarette. And because they know what a pleasure it is to smoke a mild, good-tasting cigarette, they're particular about the brand they choose. In a repeated national survey, doctors in all branches of medicine, doctors in all parts of the country were asked, what cigarette do you smoke, doctor? Once again, the brand named most was Camel. Yes, according to this repeated nationwide survey, more doctors smoke Camels than any other cigarette. Why not change to Camels for the next 30 days and see what a difference it makes in your smoking enjoyment. See how Camels agree with your throat. See how mild and good tasting a cigarette can be. <laughs> okay. Put some crickets in there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, Bullock uh, kind of spent his years growing up in Michigan, and he uh, met his wife, Martha. Uh, then they moved to Montana in 67. Martha? Martha. Yeah. Got to love a Martha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was Got a pretty it. popular name back in the day when mm-hmm. women were more robust and... <laughs> Smarty, yeah, like Martha. Kind of keg-shaped and rolled like down the hill. Batman's like, mom and Superman's mom. Mm-hmm. Really? Really? Yeah. Wow! You didn't see Bat- Batman versus Superman? You're that's, like that's what they they like. That's the shitty line where they's like trying to kill each other, and he's like, "You're not gonna get her, fucking Martha." And he's like, "Martha." They both have the same name, mom. <laughs> what the fuck? That's, they both that's have the, the same the mother. The fucking linchpin of the whole stupid movie. Okay, wow. now I don't. Now I really it's don't like have a to Jerry watch Springer it. Thing. No, sorry to fucking ruin that movie for oh, everyone. They, don't apologize. Hmm. So, uh, <laughs> as of being 1867, you know, Seth Bullock was 20. And uh, she was 15. Mm-hmm. So if you get married, well, mm-hmm. it depends on how long the courting lasts. Which apparently they were like sweethearts from an early age, kind of. Yeah, but still. Yeah, there's a bit of a gap. Like, you know, it, it's, it was fine back then. Let's just leave it at that. <clears throat> so uh, they were, uh, Seth was elected to the Territorial Congress, and he was kind of helped get the capital moved from Virginia City to Helena. Which isn't Virginia City now more or less kind of a... Tourist it is a uh, tourist trap ghost town, but it's not too touristy, but it's pretty pretty cool looking. I'm just they saying still have all the old buildings there. And kind shit. of a ways to fall from uh, going from capital to tourist trap. Yeah, and so on all that Gannett, um, you know, mining all that red and little polished Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there's all sorts of shit in the uh, creeks and just piles of rubble just everywhere that somebody should clean up one of these days, yeah. but yeah, probably not. Anyway, uh, he got a little credit for uh, introducing the Yellowstone Bill into Congress, though he never visited there until six months after. Right. But uh, who knows how much credit uh, he actually deserves right, in that but part. The biggest thing about that that's interesting to me is just the fact, like, think about this, like, um, this is before Little Bighorn, okay? So you still had, like, active, like, Plains Indian War going on in the area. You have all this... You know, just turmoil and shit happening. Fuck it, let's let's make the first national park and get some ecology happening and try to get some tourists out there. I know they were having problems with people like poaching and shit early on, or actually for quite some time, but, you know, 
Well, it shows you the foresight they had to actually set aside this shit because stuff would get ruined pretty goddamn quick. Yeah. Well, they think that like they were saying part of the impetus for doing it is uh, basically like Niagara Falls. It kind of got oh, yeah. like overrun and turned into a tourist shithole, and they wanted to avoid that happening. Tourist shithole. I wonder what they would think about it today when you go through there and there's <laughs> every Winnebago on the planet. Oh, I, I almost pushed it. The little Chinese lady into the hot scolding water, and I wasn't proud of that. But okay. like by accident? <laughs> no, on purpose. Oh man! Because <laughs> I, you can only take so many selfie sticks to the eye. Oh, oh! I can <laughs> selfie defense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's gonna be my SoundCloud rap name. Mm-hmm. All right. So that uh, kind of you know because uh, Bullock did go on to uh, work in. Uh, National Forest, and so that kind of kind of colored his view of uh, how to. Well, you know, basically, I think what you're saying is he was kind of became somewhat of a naturalist, but he's still an 1800s naturalist, like the Teddy Roosevelt. Like Teddy Roosevelt, I'm going to preserve the shit out of this thing with my elephant gun. You know, like, but at the same time, that's kind of the way things were done. You, know, you could, um, you know, you get a, a you know, they got to have a bunch of stuff shit in the Smithsonian so they can catalog and taxonify and. You know, I'll do all that shit. But, you know, so yeah, while he was, for his time, kind of environmentalist, it wouldn't really match up a lot with what we mm-hmm. consider today. But still. That's like a theme I've been noticing with all these so far is like, even like the quote unquote good guys in most of these stories are still like racist, fucking crazy shitheads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That are just want to murder everything and steal all the gold from from everywhere. Well, as some people would say, oh, it was a simpler time. Oh, I wish we could go back to that. Well, that's what you're dealing with, you know, <laughs> yeah. is like. When like everyone's a fucking psychopath. Yeah, when everybody, when everybody's, whenever somebody's pining too much for the good old days, you got to kind of look at maybe what their motives are. And, yeah, no you, shit. You know. Yeah, uh, Seth Bullock worked in the Helena Fire Department, and then uh, Fire Chief, then Sheriff, and he did uh, preside over the uh, first legal hanging in Montana, and they kind of do show that a little bit in the show even though there was no real newspaper story to even uh, corroborate yeah. that. But it was relayed by um, TR's uh, son, Kermit. Yep. From a story he got told in 1920. So that is a cool name for a kid. Yeah, and that's also like a long-ass game of telephone. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I heard my grand or my daddy told me this story in 18... You know, and by the time it's like 1920, they finally get it written down. So yeah, could be subject to scrutiny, but... yeah. So he uh, meets his partner, Soul Star, at a legislative session in uh, Virginia City there. So not only did they get to share a room because everything was booked up, they get to share a boyhead. And not just those two, there was two other guys. Yep. So basically they were doing the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory fucking grandparent bed thing. Just farting away there in the Virginia <laughs> these City guys, Hotel. These guys already sort of have porn star names anyway, don't they? <laughs> kind of. Please, please tell me star is spelled with two R's, right? Of course. Oh, well, see, there you well, go. Well, it just means that he was Jewish, not that he was an actual, like, related to Michael Starr of uh, Steel Panther. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. He was just sitting around sticking snakes up her vagina. That shit doesn't seem very fresh to me. Because, yeah, that wasn't, like, uh, that was the Americanized version because it was what, like, Friedlander Star before they emigrated. I thought it was Star Steinfeld. No, it was, it was like, and I Star. Think it was Solomon, I want to say Friedlander Star. But you know how you you know you kind of Ellis Island that shit and they yep. change it, shorten it. Star. I just want to know what songs they were singing hang, hanging out in that bed together. 
Uh, the only song that existed in, in the 1800s was Camptown Races. <laughs> so <laughs> For like an hour and a half before they all pass out for exhaustion. Yeah. And uh, Yankee Doodle, which was kind of uh, kind of calling somebody a little light in the loafers back then, I think. Mm. I'm a Yankee Doodle. Well, that was the Brits making fun of the Americans, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, 76, so they get to uh, open in the hardware store there in Deadwood. So they were sailing out of the back of their wagon the first day. And they were smart enough to build a fireproof little storage ta- uh, spot in their uh, your place of business, which kind of saved their ass quite a few n- uh, number of times. I think they did use it as a jail for a little part of the time, too. Well, that's because back in the day, fireproof was just a euphemism for brick. So you I was going to say, it's either stones or brick. Yeah, and the big thing is a lot of these brick buildings, brick on the outside, wood in the middle, so the outside might survive the fire. doesn't necessarily mean the inside wouldn't burn up, but still better than, you know, some jails in the old days, they had to make them out of, like, logs and shit. Well, how hard is that to break your buddy out of? So, yeah, you always try to use the brick. So they had the uh, one of two hardware stores at the time versus the 21 saloons that they had in the, the town. So you can kind of see where everybody's priorities were. And uh, August 14th, they uh, helped form their five-member board of health and street commission. So that was the only kind of quasi-form of government. And, uh, you know, they kind of just thought law and order was good for business, and they kind of go over that in the show, too. So uh, they did uh, were nice enough to build a pest house for all the smallpox uh, cases. Yeah. I thought you were going to say for the prostitutes. <laughs> no. No. Well, well I, I'm sure there was a couple of prostitutes in there because no. if somebody's going to catch smallpox, that might be. Are there any Are there population. any in the show? Just uh, a few just prostitutes. Because that's kind of like the how I gauge a show, you know? How, the number of prostitutes? Well, uh, yeah. Wh- whore so, like, was, boobs. so like you didn't like Elf very much. No. <laughs> There's okay. plenty of whores on Elf. But, what but, are you talking but about? But Night Court. Let me know when this gets irritating, okay? Always uh, <laughs> a whore in Night Court. <laughs> yep. Put the whore in night court. No. So it was mostly mostly dudes wow. at this point. All right, go on. Yeah. Um, well, uh, whoring was still legal until 1980 there in Deadwood. That was the other fact we glossed over. Until 1980? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why did they change it? Because, I guess, I progress? The, well, the whores probably weren't very good at that point. I don't know. Well, they, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> it seems to me if you had a you know a legal system, you could actually keep it like regulated. Right. Somewhat. Well, just because it was legal doesn't mean it was necessarily. I think that's when legal. Reagan came around and yeah. Oh, fixed he didn't everything. want to ha- right, have right. anybody to have any fun. I, I think it was also kind of like legal, but not like super organized. So. Seems like we got nothing but shitty ass luck. Let's hear some number tale of how the West was fucked. How the West was fucked. weeks goes by so they're only there about a month so far and then the uh, Sioux were nice enough to attack a wagon train outside of town and the uh, miners took off in their drunken revenge 
and uh, four people died. Well, the way, the way I read, read about that is basically like Bullock was out of town doing some shit. I don't even remember what. But they uh, basically they wanted to raise like a militia of like miners, but they couldn't agree on who the fuck was supposed to be leading it. You know, they could you know back in the day you kind of elected your captains and shit. Nobody could agree, so their idea was they were going to race out to the to the site of the carnage and like whoever's in the lead gets to be leader just by the fact that they're in the front. Okay, so last one there's a rotten egg. Kinda. First, first one there's the fucking boss. <laughs> right. Sure. So that's, I'm sure over that's the, not juvenile I'm, at all. I'm sure the, over the course of the travel, like I'm boss. Oh shit, get passed up. <laughs> Fuck, I'm you know. So it was super organized, super efficient. Sure, they did a lot of good out there. Mm-hmm. And the uh, roaming around, uh, there's the preacher in town, uh, Preacher Smith, who is also on the show, but he is uh, shown to have like the uh, conniption fit fits, well, which yeah, really wasn't absolutely. true. They kind of put that on an, uh, somebody else in town. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he was nice to get enough to get uh, murdered by the Sioux later on from getting chased around. Right. And that's the thing is in the show, they kind of like Al kind of, Al Swearingen kind of mercy kills him. And then they uh, they infer that they kind of dumped his body and made it look like the Sioux killed him. And so, but it was more blame it on the Sioux. Yeah, that's Mm. that was that was a very common scapegoat back in the day. (laughs) Like, oh, we did something horrific. Must have been the Indians. Yeah, instead of blame it on the rain by uh, Nelly and Vanilli. (laughs) So, is he in the VIP so uh, one guy did uh, come back with this uh, uh, decapitated Sioux head and start selling locks of hair. Which they do show in the show. Yeah. And the commission were nice enough just to pay him a bounty to get rid of the head, which uh, Al talks to uh, through most of the season, too. Yeah. yeah. Kind of becomes his imaginary friend. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's, there's no actual connection, you know, of historical of, of Al Swearingen being one that offered up the... Reward, but in the show he does mostly to just to uh, get people drinking again. But either which way, we're not talking about El Swearingen yet. Anyway, we're so. talking about Bullock. Yes. Well, actually, we're talking about uh, Sam Young, who was the bartender at Saloon Number One. Okay. And this is uh, brought up in the show too. So this was a real part. Is that the name of the saloon? Saloon Number One. Yeah. Might have been the first saloon. In town. They had a lot of creative ass. <laughs> there was also a Saloon Ten, so there must have been probably. a... Well, like you've been to Butte. Remember that place, Kyle? You sparred. I think that was just literally bar fourteen or whatever the fuck. Really? Yeah, oh. I think that was kind of common practice in like mining operations. Right. I why? Don't know. Why come up with a name? Who gives a shit? You don't have time for imagination nah, when you're toiling. Yeah. You just stumble into the first bar that you see. Yeah. Or the fourteenth. Yeah. So uh, Sam Young, he's their bartender, and then he uh, shoots a dead uh, bummer Dan. Yep. Because uh, he thought he was laughing Sam Hartman. A uh, man of low, low repute who had threatened to kill him. So uh, he sent in Bummer Dan with his coat as a practical joke and said, Bomber Dan? Bummer. Bummer. Like bummer? bummer. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It was a bummer, bummer that he got shot. Once again, we got a lot of these, uh, you know, the, the ongoing arc of all these episodes is nicknames back in the old days. Right. Fucking ridiculous and rampant. So Bummer Dan. Bummer Dan is Bummer Dan. Yep. And his his friends were kind of sorry about what he did. And, and but more upset about his uh, the coat he put on him. Probably. My coat got a hole in it. What <laughs> yeah. the fuck is wrong with you people? Swiss cheesed. Uh, so all that happens in uh, Bullock's first month in Deadwood. So that's a pretty eventful month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so September 11th, they have their little election. And uh, Bullock has uh, made his political aspirations known to Governor Pennington. 
who was a wildly unpopular. Wildly unpopular, but he uh, got uh, elected by Pennington, not the actual people of Deadwood. And so he carries back all these appointment papers from Yankton, and that really didn't sit too well with all the miners back home because, like, who's this new guy? Who's this carpetbagger? Yeah, well, and here's – okay, here's an important thing that we got to touch on just to make it clear is at this point, first of all, there is no North Dakota or South Dakota. It's just Dakota Territory. So they actually U.S. law had nothing to do out there. It, it really didn't apply. It's a, it's a, set, a settled territory, you know, because it, was it wasn't terror- a state, right? Right, okay. and it, well, like, it and, and the towns weren't even official towns. These guys were literally squatting on land, promised to the Sioux. to the Sioux and the Fort Laramie Treaty. So, like, it was straight up like squatters' rights, which is why they didn't have a lot of laws, and why a lot of people were like not wanting to implement them. Because you could make a bunch of money doing illicit shit, like, you know, bootlegging. And, and why, and why like, name your bar, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might not well, be there next week. And actually, at this point, a lot of these, when we say bar, a lot of them were pretty much a fucking tent. You know, they hadn't done a huge amount of construction on a lot of this stuff yet. Maybe you'd have, like, log walls and a canvas roof, that kind of thing. Some guy with a, an 1821 Cadillac with a trunk open and a bottle of whiskey. Kind of, or like a lemonade, yeah. lemonade stand just you with a bottle of, yeah. You want to buy a shot of whiskey? My favorite is uh, in Monte Cristo where there was just a big stump and they would just serve drinks off of a stump. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in these Chiricahua hills, no white man will ever know where, the Apaches buried Cochise, the greatest of their great chiefs. Geronimo faded into these hills and it took 5,000 U.S. soldiers to bring him out. And now Time Life Books brings the great chiefs to life again as your introductory volume to a fast writing series called The Old West. Hundreds of authentic pictures give you the real story. For the first time ever, you'll be able to see Geronimo's combat dagger and Colt 45. You'll look into the eyes of Sitting Bull, the man who destroyed Custer. Quana Parker, the fierce Comanche whose mother was a captured farm girl, and all the great chiefs. Eyewitness accounts and rare photographs and art bring the Old West to life. You'll meet the gunfighters. Men like John Wesley Hardin, so mean he once shot a man just for snoring. The cowboys, blazed in glory by the greatest artists of the Old West. The pioneers, battling the savage elements and bloodthirsty war parties. The gamblers, the women of the West. They're all here in big, handsome books with the look and feel of hand-tooled saddle leather. We'll send you the great chiefs for a 10-day examination. If you're not impressed, just return it within 10 days and pay nothing. If you decide to keep the great chiefs, you pay just $12.95 plus shipping and handling. Then approximately every other month, we'll send you another lively volume from the Old West Library for a 10-day examination. Keep only the volumes you want. You can cancel at any time. Here's how to order. Phone toll-free 800-228-3300 or write Great Chiefs, 275 Time and Life Building, Chicago, Illinois. They'll send qualified buyers... The volume for 10 days with no obligation to buy. Write Great Chiefs, 275 Time Life Building, Chicago, Illinois. Or phone toll-free, 800-228-3300. All right, so uh, and uh, after the uh, Little Bighorn, um, the government didn't really want a big old Sioux reservation. So after that, they decided to annex the hills. Right. 
So uh, spring of 77, we kind of come to that. So the population there is about 5,500. And if you've been to Deadwood, it's not that big of a, it's basically it's, a gulch. Yeah, it's narrow. It's kind of got the, like, two kind of main drags up and down and then some little side streets. But, yeah, it's 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 fairly narrow. Like my urethra. Yep. Mm-hmm. From uh, 76, there was uh, six non-Indian homicides. Yep. Up to, all the way up to 11 in 77. So it's not like there was a uh, high noon, draw your guns every day at uh, at noon, at high noon. No, but there was also a lot of, like, you know, that's just the homicides. A lot of people were getting their fucking faces caved in with, like, accent, or, you know, pick handles and uh, getting yeah, oh, stabbed ac- and getting accidents. beat up. And, accidents and quote-unquote accidents. Oh, there's a lot of just drunken beating the shit out of each other, right. but you didn't die, so therefore it's not oh, a, right, necessarily right. a homicide. Your fingers chopped off and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 77, uh, they actually do have elections since they're a real spot now, and uh, most of the people who were appointed lost, including Bullock. Um, Bullock was um, a Democrat, and most of his no, he was a Republican. Republican. Yes, but we got to remember back in the days. No, Bullock. I have a Bullock who was a Democrat. Most miners and he was Republican. And he was in Montana. He was a Republican. Maybe and I have he, that mixed up. You do because uh, later on, when he's stumping for uh, oh, Theodore yeah. Roosevelt, he would be a Republican then. Duh. Yeah, like he caught out all that shit. Like, the fuck. fuck. <laughs> now, now you're gonna have some fucking oopsie. You know. Got to keep that shit straight. Okay, Jesus. God damn it. Fuck you. <laughs> dick cocksucker. Stop fighting. <laughs> okay, Bullock's a Republican. We got that? Yeah. All right. Well, am I supposed to pay attention while I take notes? Okay, so uh, so he lost to John Manning, who is the saloon owner. Right, which in the show is, uh, they call him Harry Manning yep. instead, but yeah. He, yeah, he was a Harry John, I guess. But, uh, yeah, if you help uh, give out free drinks, that kind of boosts your popularity a little bit. Yeah, it worked for Hitler. Yeah. yeah. I, I heard he has some good ideas. <laughs> so uh, Bullock kind of transfers into the fire marshal thing again and, and wants to get a steam-powered engine and his plan ran out of steam and Deadwood burnt again in uh, 1879. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God damn it. God damn it. Well, once again, God a bunch it. of clothes. And they, they touch on that in the show. They never got around to uh, actually burning it, but they would have had to. But then the show got prematurely canceled. But, you know, you got a bunch of, like, wood and canvas buildings, nut to butt. You got a bunch of stoves with just, like, metal stovepipes going straight out. The, you know, it ass was just too ass. And everything's, ass you know, ass. all your lighting is kerosene lanterns and shit. And you got oh a bunch God. of drunk fuckers knocking over kerosene lanterns all the time. Ugh. It's, a, it's a wonder something didn't happen before. Cows well, kicking Like, over. how long did it go for before the whole fucking place burned down? Like, what, the first one happened, what, a year or two in? And then the second one... <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's like a yearly thing in those kind towns. And every time they burn down, those with the money, they generally would, instead of like replacing their wood building, most of the time they replace it with a brick building. So as time went on. usually the smart thing to do. Like the buildings that are there now, like some of the historic ones, they're all the brick ones. There's not really the wood. Yeah, and, uh, you know, when the fire uh, catches the the other hardware store, there's like eight kegs of uh, gunpowder in there. Yeah. So that kind of helps it. Butcher shop catches on fire, too. There's just all that animal oh, all fat. That, yeah, all the, all the pig fat. I bet it smelled <laughs> fucking awesome, though. Well, you smell like the best fucking, you know, Texas fucking barbecue. Barbe- mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Lard. I bet people are, drunk people are daring each other to run into the burning butcher shop to pull out fucking hunks of, like, 
you know, tri-tip and shit. Probably, you know, not even just drunk people, just starving fuckers that, yeah. you know. So uh, Seth Bullock was always going to be known as uh, the sheriff of Deadwood, even though he didn't uh, have that position for, uh, you know, less than a year. Right. Probably nine months that he actually had right. that. And also when he first showed up, there was already a marshal, which was uh, uh, Con Stapleton, but uh, he kind of. Con. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Which in the show, Deadwood, he's more of a, he is the sheriff briefly, but he's kind of painted as kind of an incompetent, corrupt kind of guy. There's not, I wasn't able to find that much information on the guy, but it doesn't seem like he was like super corrupt. He just, you know, wasn't as, I guess, imposing or whatever as Bullock. So they just kind of like, oh, this guy's better. So Yeah, and uh, Bullock in real life, he had a big old fancy stash. Uh, so I don't know why they stash didn't get what? Stash. Like a mustache. <laughs> oh, mustache. <laughs> It's like a porn star. Yeah, say he had a stash of fucking porno. Well, like on the show, reels on the show, had. he's portrayed by Timothy Oliphant, who we can all probably agree is pretty, pretty handsome guy. Ooh, you know, la like, la. and he kind of has a neatly trimmed kind of yeah, mustache, yeah. and like you know, oh, is this him? That's him. He's got a mustache for a mustache and two mustaches yeah. for eyebrows. eyebrows yeah, fucking yep. great, double stashed. Looks, Jesus Christ, kind of looks little Jim Hensony, like like something Jim Henson, like Mark might Twain have. and Jim Henson mushed together. Yeah, where I'm picturing like uh, what's the Muppet with the big fucking eyebrows? Uh, oh yeah, I can remember. Oh whatever. Terrible with names. Anyways, he kind of looks like the Swedish fit, uh, Swedish chef a little bit. Oh, there we go. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I think we should take a break real quick and then come back. Sounds like yeah. a plan. All right, but I hit pause and go. intestines. They're good for prophylactics. Typing uh, Wild Bill Hickok. It's Hickok. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. What's with all these names, man? I know It's just me, I guess, but... Bummer Dan. Yep. Bummer Dan. Long long toes Johnson, pear loving Johnson, liver eating Johnson. Was was Bummer Dan? You think it was because he was a bum or because yeah. he was just well, so sad all the time? Yeah. It could, no, but it could be like a like a bum yeah. calf, you know, like a, a bum calf. I don't know. <laughs> there wasn't any or psychology he, back then. You just drank. Yeah. Or he was really into pegging, maybe. What? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. We're recording. <laughs> the meaning has been lost. <laughs> the great Pegasaurus. <clears throat> Part two. So uh, it's uh, 1879 in there in Deadwood. And uh, by that time, the show, the uh, HBO show is already over following that timeline. But uh, May 31st of this year is when their fancy new movie comes out. Yep. So, movie? So- yeah, is it all the same people as the show? Most of them. Uh, Are they just trying to end the show properly? Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and supposedly it's going to be set 11 years after the original show. And it's like basically, it's, I think it's on like the day or the upcoming of when South Dakota and North Dakota get their statehood. Because of course they got, they both got statehood on the same day. Same year as Washington it, too. Yep. Sweet. You know, I went on a lot of road trips with my parents as a kid. And we'd always like look for different license plates from different states. And the one we never, ever, ever saw was North Dakota. Yeah. I think I've told you this before. Mm-hmm. So my parents, did. they kept saying like, we don't believe that North Dakota exists. Because we didn't even, <laughs> we didn't drive through there or anything. Yeah. So it's I, to- left, I, I left told them I had a, oh, it's left out of a lot of shit. Well, left out a lot of maps and yeah, atlases yeah. and 
But uh, I, I told them that I, I, I met a dude from North Dakota, and they're like, I don't believe you. And so when we went back to North Dakota on tour, I had to pull over and take a picture of the fucking Welcome to North Dakota sign and like send it back to him to like tell them that it was a real place. Yeah. Been there. It was fun. Photoshop. It was a fun trip. Yeah, like uh, my buddy, uh, mother buddy Tony, when he uh, joined the army, you know, he is from North Dakota as well. And a dude from like West Virginia or some shit asked him if he uh, joined the army to get his citizenship. So, <laughs> yeah. Oof, West Ew. Virginia. Almost heaven. Almost. A little piece. <laughs> yeah, fuck Fallout 76. Thank God I'm a country boy. Okay. Okay, so 79. Bullock, you know, he's a good businessman. He was good at starting ideas. Not really good at finishing them, though. He mostly kind of started something and then handed his work off to others. After losing his uh, sheriff bed, he never really ran for uh, public office until a lot later on. Well, actually, he was appointed to all that Forest Service shit. Right. Anyway, so never mind. Uh, Star was appointed postmaster in 79. And, of course, back in those days, it's kind of all who you knew. So if you're a postmaster, you're probably a political crony at some point. Right. Well, and by, by all accounts, like uh, Saul Starr was just kind of a really well-liked dude. Yeah, he's just, the one that actually got elected to shit. Yeah. A lot of trouble finding... Actually, I was unable to find anything, like, really derogatory about him. Well, did... Is this before... Did they... Okay, because they lost the store in a fire, right? They, they Yeah, they rebuilt it in brick, finally. Right. Well, they built the hotel yet? Because I want to touch on that. Uh, not until later. Okay. Well, just remind me when, when we get to there. Yeah, that's uh, not until kind of the end of his uh, stay there. Or not really stay, but uh, political. Yeah, so the end uh, of his stay of there was, uh, you know, when he fucking when he died fight, there. he fucking died. <laughs> Cut that part out, too. <laughs> So by that time, uh, kind of the uh, gold has kind of played out in the immediate Deadwood area. They do have the uh, Homestake mine off in lead, lead, which is spelled like lead, and so idiots call it lead, and it's not. It's fucking lead. Old man, uh, what's his face? Uh, Hurst. Hurst. Oh, That's I thought his... that was his real nickname. Yep. Old man, what's his face? <laughs> <laughs> Better than old man, where's his face? Or old man without a face walking. Old man, old man Butterface. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Old man, what's his yeah. face? So, no, yeah, no. there's a huge old, big old pit in the middle of town there. And, and basically, it's right next to the tennis courts. Yep. And it's like 3,000 feet deep. So, if you get any Black Hills gold from One second. Grandma. They had tennis back then? No. Okay. They have tennis now. Currently. Got yeah. it. All right. Keep going. No, but yeah, the lead, he's talking about the modern, you mm-hmm. know, uh, uh, what uh, homestake mine? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I went there once when I was a little kid, but like just a big, long, 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 long underground shaft. And it, that's what she said. Yeah. Bullock and Stark kind of had their uh, ranch up north on the Belfouche mm-hmm. River. so Which uh, was creatively named the, uh, what, SB Ranch, like the Star Bullock Ranch? Something like that. Because whenever they named stuff, it was always just Star Bullock mm-hmm. all the time. So the uh, population was kind of steadily dropping. Everybody was going to uh, Leadville or in uh, Colorado. That was the next big strike in the area. But uh, they did uh, manage to open up hardware stores and rapid. I always type uh, raped city. That's that's no. uh, un- unfortunate. Uh, Spearfish, Billings, Bell City, and Custer and Sundance. Not too many of them lasted actually long. Either they closed them or sold them to their partners. And they kind of, st- especially Bullock, he was kind of on the ranch buying more and more land on the Belfouche area. So he kind of was the first to plant alfalfa in the area. Mm-hmm. That was a big innovation, yeah, actually having kind of like whatever Tony's drinking over there. Yeah. Well, the big thing with the alfalfa, you know, like um, you can't really feed it to cattle that much because it'll bloat up and fucking die. But, um, Exploding cattle. But horses do really good on it. 
So it's kind of like um, high octane fuel for your horse in your horse driven economy. And you can mm-hmm. put the sprouts on your tuna fish sandwich. Yeah. You no, you just eat the flour. Yeah. Or smoke it. Whoa. Not really? <laughs> no. Oh, don't do that. Uh, they did raise harness horses there. They tried to get a ray line up to Medora yeah. until the Demoras uh, kind of folded his operation there. Right. Pitch, pitchfork fondue? Well, there. I mean, was because there, there was a Deadwood Medora stage. I got a fucking poster for it at the house, but I don't know how long it it's operated. It's not running I, I, anymore. I, I don't think it operated very long, yeah. Medora's like the Wild West Disneyland place, right? Yeah. Tell me about yeah. it. Yeah, well, well you, you, you've been the there. Fucking, yeah. Like That's where the Yoohoo River is, as right, you call right. it, like the Little Missouri. Yeah. We camped just south there at Sully's Creek, and then you got Theodore Roosevelt National Park that we ran out of gas yeah. halfway well, through, so you got to see... No, you were, you were running out. Head. You didn't. You were... We had to turn back because you're fucking gas guzzling battle wagon monster van. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, through the 1880s, they kind of had them uh, doing a little banking, a little bit of mining, a little bit of hardware and farm. Uh, the winter of 86, 87, that was kind of the uh, good one back in the day where everybody's cows kind of froze standing up. So, yeah. 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 So then you lose a That's lot cool. of ranching they, economy. and But they last through the winter. Yeah. You just, you just go out and yeah. chip off, off a piece. A piece. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Cook it up. You're good to go. Mm. You're real lucky all the coyotes are also frozen. Mm. And, uh, yeah, and then he sold the, the right-of-way along the Belfouche River when they uh, got the uh, railroad into town, and uh, that became the town of Belfouche. Yep. Belfouche. Which is spelled like a dipshit. It's hard, hard to spell, yeah, because I'm thinking it's French, I think. Sounds French. I know the road going north from there is some of the shittiest, roughest fucking road. Rattle your teeth out, unless mm-hmm. they fixed it. And if they did, my apologies, state of South Dakota, for disparaging your highway department. Oh, name my fighting words now. Uh, he first meets Teddy Roosevelt back in 1892. He was kind of traveling from Medora to the Great Sioux Reservation via Deadwood. Uh, TR at the time was the federal service, civil service commissioner and kind of looked out of place. This dipshit with, uh, eyeglasses kind of riding his horse with a bunch of other greenhorns. Yeah. Horns. Dudes. Dudes. Kind of looked like a bunch of dipshits. And, uh, it's like Bullock's like, Hey, who's that guy? He looks like a bunch of tin horn gamblers. I'm sure that's exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh, 96 oh. is when the Bullock Hotel is finished, but he really didn't have anything to do with that till getting maybe like the uh, initial funding going for Well, but I guess the part I was going to bring up is on the show, the uh, E.B. Farnham had the only well, basically hotel in Deadwood and anything I've ever seen is the... The Bullock Hotel was the first actual hotel in Deadwood. So it took like a real long, fancy hotel. Or not like not a tent. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying is uh and it's still it's still I I think they kind of gutted the original structure. It's a casino now, but it's still there. Uh, fucking casinos. Yeah. Fucking Kevin Costner. I, I mean Kevin Waterworld Costner. was awesome, but the rest of them were shit. Landworld sucked. <laughs> uh, that's called Dances with Wolves. Mm-hmm. No, it's called the 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 postman. Oh yeah. Mm, postman always Boo. comes twice. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Oh. Uh, so by 1900, he's already sold all his hardware stores. But in 1898 is when a little thing called the Spanish-American War happens. Mm-hmm. So the uh, they get about three units of volunteers, about 125,000 men, to go do all this fun stuff. So Roosevelt was chosen to lead the first regiment, Teddy which, Roosevelt, which we know as the Rough, Rough Riders. Riders. My favorite brand of condom. Yep. 
And uh, so Bullock uh, gets his own troop, uh, Troop A, in uh, the South Dakota Governor's Grisby's Command. So that's one of the three units. And weren't they called Gr- Grisby's Cowboys? I Something, think. yeah. Gr- Grisby's. Grisby's Grisby's. Everything has a nickname. Grizzlebees. <laughs> Grizzlebees. That's my favorite restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. They got one in the West Olympia Mall. And uh, so he's made a captain at age 51. So imagine this old motherfucker. Well, but they also... Cowboy-looking mother... Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a lot of old cowboy-looking motherfuckers doing a lot of jobs that you don't see them doing anymore. Yeah, we haven't talked about anybody but old cowboy motherfuckers yet, too, have we? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so uh, he's drilling his troops and waiting for all his horses and gear at uh, Chickamauga. That's probably not... Chickamauga. Uh, Georgia, which it would be hot as fuck in the middle of the summer. Yep. And by the time he uh, gets his all his gear kind of ready to go, the uh, war was over. Yeah. And uh, Teddy Roosevelt comes back from Cuba saying, hey, look at me. I'm a hero. Uh, I yeah, have, uh, I have this red bandana. Red. <laughs> it was blue. It's oh. a rad bandana. Oh, one of the Rough Riders had a very distinctive bandana set. It's navy blue okay. with white polka dots. Pull Ooh. your head out of your ass. <laughs> Oh, you said a rad bandana, right? Yeah. I'm behind on my bandana te- technology. Okay, so he did receive some uh, attention from the Eastern Pepper uh, papers exaggerating his exploits. Uh, he's, uh, he did what he could to campaign for uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, actually, uh, TR was the vice president. It was McKinley. I right. forgot about that. Yep. And somehow McKinley didn't. Uh... No, McKinley got fucking shot. Oh, yeah. that guy. That's why he didn't serve out his full term. Yeah. Yeah, by that anarchist dude. What was his name? I don't fucking know. Belfouche. 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 <laughs> so, uh, oh, he was his bodyguard in Butte. Yeah, because the miners were on board with uh, William, William Jennings, Jennings Bryant. Bryant. Yep. And they're going to disrupt uh, Teddy Roosevelt's speech. And uh, Was William Jennings Bryant a uh, assassin? By any no, he's a Democrat. Oh, okay. Every time I hear three <laughs> names in a row, I just assume that they're an assassin of some kind. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Seth Bullock's basically like, if anybody interrupts this speech, I'm gonna fucking shoot you. And stands on the stage with a pistol on each hip while Teddy Roosevelt is delivering his speech. Yeah, and Teddy comes off stage is like, oh, I really had him in rapture. Yeah. And like, um, <laughs> well, and to be fair though, um, there was I can't remember what speech it was where Teddy Roosevelt actually did get shot right before the speech. And just his eyeglasses case and his, you know, he had a bunch of notes for his speech that were like folded up really thick in his pocket. And so the bullet went into that first and then lodged itself in just kind of the meaty portion of his chest. And he insisted on, he, I think he spoke for like an hour, hour and a half before they finally let them take him to the hospital. Well, that's a short speech for him. So. Yeah. But they actually have that um, out in Medora. They have the, the shirt with the hole in it and the fucking eyeglasses case with the hole in it. But I'm cool. saying it might seem extreme to have a guy with guns having your back before a speech in that time. But the fact is, sometimes you get fucking shot doing your speech, so maybe not such a bad idea. No, not at all. But hey, kids, like the taste of chicken? Like the taste of lollipops? Well, well, you can have both. Introducing Cocksuckers, the world's first chicken-flavored lollipops. Oh. Suck a cock today. Like a cock, even a suck. Cock suckers. Okay, we're back. We just took a break. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
So uh, Bullock also led uh, TR's inaugural parade of right. cowboys up there in the Capitol. Which and was, I can't remember, it was like a shitload, wasn't it? Like 60-some-odd that they had to pay their own way and bring their own horses. Yeah, and it was like totally filled up the uh, national lawn like Trump's inauguration. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah and they, but the thing is, yeah, it was like uh, Tom Mix was also one of them cowboys. who He was one of the first Western cowboy actor guys. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and uh, so in 1901, he becomes a superintendent of the new Black Hills Forest Reserve, kind of on the uh, back of Teddy Roosevelt giving them the recommendation. Right. So he gets in a lot of conflicts with the locals who are like, what do you mean we can't cut down all the trees? And what do you mean we can't fish with dynamite no more? <laughs> well, I like the anecdote about like, you know, they have all the trees dying from the beetles. So he's like, well, what eats beetles? Oh, fucking woodpeckers. Well, why are the woodpeckers declining? Oh, because the squirrels are eating their eggs. Oh, here's what we're going to do. Uh, for every five squirrel tails you bring to me, I'll give you a box of ammunition. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that's progress. Yeah, putting a head out on them squirrels. So he goes and work for Ginford Pan Show, which we have a bunch of uh, national forest. Yeah, Gifford, Gifford Pan Show. Pan Show? What the fuck? I'm Pan Show. You're Pan Show. Yeah, Gifford Pan Show. <laughs> So uh, T.R. Uh, under uh, Gifford Pancho, he uh, are with him and kind of shared that same mixed-use philosophy, which is, uh, you know, he cut, and cut down a few trees, but not all of them. Yeah. Which was like, innovative at the, you know, at the time. And T.R. made the Wind Cave, Devil's Tower, Jewel Cave monuments that are still on South Dakota there. Mm-hmm. Maybe Bullock had some influence on uh, that kind of conservation. Well, I know he did do a little bit of traveling around with Roosevelt in later years, and weren't they also hanging out with like John Muir a bunch? Yeah, probably all in the same tent. Well, you know, same bed back in back in Helena. So what's the difference, you know? Yeah. So with uh, TR's help, they got a federal marshal position of the state of South Dakota. So it was kind of piecemeal work, and you know, kind of serve this warrant for here and there and everywhere. But uh, there wasn't too much going on on federal level. Uh, he also helped uh, T.R. campaign again in 1912 under the, what was it, the Bull, uh, Bull, Bull Moose. Moose. Mm, party. Which actually, I think that's the one where Roosevelt got shot is when he was campaigning for that. So it was a Bull Moose party? Yeah. Yeah. Because he didn't want to run as a Republican. Party time. And so, or they wouldn't nominate him or something. So he's like, fuck you. Make my own party. Sweet. Bull Moose party. Which I was that yeah. the same time there was like the Whigs and the Know Nothing. There was all like, kinds of shit. There was a bunch yeah. of different parties back then. Yeah, the the Whigs were before the Republicans. And that was uh, that's what became the Republicans. Yeah, shortly before Lincoln, and uh, so T.R. dies in 1919. Uh, Bullock gets a monument. Quit breathing so hard. At a monument for T.R. built in Deadwood. <sighs> And then Bullock dies of stomach cancer in uh, September of 1919. I thought it was butt cancer. Because it kept on, they, I mean, literally. They That's were, a reasonable every, assumption. Everything but. I read was like all, I guess, bowel cancer, which is not It's, your it's all stomach. connected somehow. Yeah, but bowel is usually more associated with the, the butt, buttly area, <laughs> the buttish area. Butlered. You've been buttled. So he's uh, buried out of town. I think he's uh, been up there to White Rocks to his little... Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Is, yeah, they got in Deadwood, uh, Mount Mariah Cemetery, where pretty good size. It's up on the side of the hill. And, like, uh, Wild Bill and, you know, Calamity Jane are buried up there. And then, like, ways... You got to kind of go up this, like, little logging road thing outside of the main cemetery. 
and Seth Bullock's uh, planted up there with his tombstone all by himself. And people go up there and leave uh, sometimes money. And there's just like a lot of bullets. People leave like a lot of fucking bullets on his uh, on his tombstone. Okay, so zombie comes back and wants to seek I revenge. Guess. Well, and also uh, they're leaving him shit like Forty Smith and Wesson, which you know was developed in the '90s. You know, it's not like there's not a lot like, like Forty Five Long Colt laying up there. It's all like modern nine millimeter and. Shit. I'd leave him a stun gun. There you go. All right. All I right. guess that would be part one, uh, Seth Bullock, Deadwood. We're going part two, Al Swearingen, and uh, the rest of the characters from Deadwood. Okay. Let's go out and hail a gunfire. Why not? Do you think I'm fire? 